Welcome to Overcoming Financial Stress with the Saver and the Spender. At Fiscal Fitness Phoenix, we are the worldwide leaders in reducing financial stress. And our mission is that everyone, from the person that is overwhelmed with financial stress, to the person that makes good money, has amazing goals, and wants to achieve financial independence, finally to the person that feels a calling to help others by becoming a financial coach, learn how to take the stress out of money. Hello, friends and other financially savvy people. This is Coach Kelsa, and I am excited to bring this episode of the podcast to you. This is going to be part four of our six-part series on cognitive biases. So if you are just tuning in for the first time, this is maybe the first episode you are listening to, I highly recommend you hit pause and go back to episode 550 where I talked about the very first um, cognitive bias, the anchoring bias, and also did an introduction on what is a bias, why does it matter, how is this showing up in our life, why should you care about it, all of that good, juicy, jazz details. So that was episode 50. Part two was uh, episode 54, and part three was episode 55. And this is going to be part four, where I share with you the bandwagon effect. So, you know, we've all heard the term like, oh, I fell off the wagon, or I'm totally on that bandwagon. Well, that bandwagon is totally impacting the way you make decisions. And I want you to be aware of it. And it's not always a bad thing. As a business owner, of course, I you know want people to sign up for coaching. I want people to get help and I want to serve people really well. And this bandwagon effect is one way um, that in marketing, businesses use it to encourage people to make a decision, to take that leap of faith. And I know we certainly do it as well. So what is it from a cognitive you know, brain standpoint? It is the tendency for the brain to conclude that something must be desirable because other people desire it. So if what, you know, we all of a sudden see something that's, you know, other people are doing and it's like, well, what do they know that I don't know, right? So from a consumer perspective, this can be summarized as making purchasing decisions out of a desire to have and be seen with the next big thing or to increase your perceived social status by owning a particular product. And you can imagine this shows up in all sorts of ways, whether it's buying a certain brand of a purse, driving a type of vehicle, um, you know, the house or neighborhood we live in. Um, it really truly comes from a desire to conform or to fit in. And it is used by businesses to influence your decision in so many different ways. And I think one of the ways that we use it, and it is a popular bandwagon effect, is to simply show testimonials um, or reviews from other people who have done it. So that is really trying to create a bandwagon effect is by showing testimonials and positive reviews. It's the happy customer bandwagon effect, where if that person was happy, of course, I'll be happy too. And I want to feel like the way that person feels. And as you guys know, like that's not a bad thing, right? Like I think that's a really good thing. If we're nervous about something or if we're worried or if we're skeptical, hearing that other people were happy with their experience um, can calm those fears a little bit and can serve us really well. Um, but we want to be aware of how many times on a commercial or something that they're you know, using a testimonial or a positive review in order to encourage us to purchase that product. Okay. Um, another way that, you know, the bandwagon effect is used is simply by showing 
people using the product or service. But of course, the bandwagon effect is triggered when those people are similar to you. So they're trying to show that product being used by their ideal client, their target market, and maybe that is you. And so if you ever watch a commercial or if you see something and it's a family that you aspire to be like, or maybe it's very similar to your family, you know, makeup as it is, um, they are trying to encourage you to feel as if that family knows something that you don't know and you could be like them. Okay. And oftentimes, you know, there's somebody happy, smiling, you know, celebrating. Um, and that is, a trigger of your bandwagon effect of like, we want to experience that too. Another way is using celebrities or influencers as models or those people using the product. Um, you know, we want to be like them or we w- wish our life was more like that. And so uh, that can really create the bandwagon effect that that product or service that I'm about to buy is going to create that whole other life for myself. Um, they, the bandwagon, the impact that it has is that it creates sort of like this gold rush or urgency to the decision. Um, so you position yourself as a way that it's like this newly lucrative pie and I need to get a piece of it. Right. And if I don't, I'm going to miss out. So I got to get it now while it's new and it's fresh and everyone else is doing it. Cryptocurrency is a really great example of this where it was like, everybody was talking about it for a while. Um, and companies, you know, have figured out that if they can position themselves in that way, people just sort of like gold rush or rush to it and have this sense of urgency. And they're not always making the most rational, logical decision in that moment. Um, they just got to get it right away because everybody else is and they got to get it before it's gone. You know, they um, create the wagon for people to jump on, first of all. So, um, you know, businesses, 4K TVs is a really good example. Um you know, they were designing 4K TVs before networks and broadcasts even had the capability of streaming that technology. So, and yet people felt like they had to get that new 4K TV. Okay. Um, Dual cameras on phones are proven now to actually be of worse quality than single cameras. And yet people are really demanding them. So technology is one of the things that actually creates the wagon that people then want to jump on. Okay. Um, fear-based, uh, marketing is actually a version of like an anti-bandwagon effect. So this happened to so-and-so, so don't let it happen to you. Get on this bandwagon over here and prevent something bad from happening. Uh, the anti-bandwagon effect is actually really just so fascinating to me. Um, I kind of think it's my favorite bandwagon. <laughs> um, it combines like reverse psychology And it captures people who hate the idea of jumping on any kind of bandwagon. And what ends up happening is they totally jump on a bandwagon. Um, So we like to think that we're all unique and that we, you know, we're not um, like anybody else. We're all special. Hipsters are a really good example of like an anti-bandwagon effect. You know, they want to be unique. And now there's like hipster places showing up everywhere and they're all just on the hipster bandwagon, right? So it's a really good example of um, attracting people to get onto a bandwagon with the idea that we don't want to be on a bandwagon. And I am just so fascinated by the psychology of that, that companies have figured that out. Um, You know, any type of company 
that does the opposite of everybody else. It's sort of like the anti-bandwagon effect. So a really good example is Cards Against Humanity. If you guys have never played that game before, super fun, highly recommend it. Definitely don't play it with kids around. I don't recommend that. Um, it's an adult uh, mature game. And uh, But on Black Friday, when everyone else is doing you know, sale after sale after sale, promotional prices, all of that, um, they will actually increase the price of the game on Black Friday. So they do the opposite of everybody else. And it's amazing to me. I mean, there's studies that show how many they sell of that because pe- people who are very much against Black Friday and going out shopping the day after Thanksgiving love that idea. They don't want to be on the black on the bandwagon for Black Friday. So they end up buying something that proves the opposite of that. And yet by doing so, they're on the bandwagon. It's just so fascinating to me. And I love thinking through that. Um, So there's also the calendar effect, which is another version of a bandwagon. So around the 4th of July, you know, you've got to have the you know, the really cool patriotic shorts or you've swimsuit or decorations or, you know, barbecue supplies, all the decor for your house around Halloween and Thanksgiving, the scarves, the certain attire, the fall clothing, you know, there's no surprise that a lot of people feel the itch to like buy new clothes or to change their wardrobe around at certain season changes. And it's not just because of the weather. It's really because of the bandwagon effect. Um, You know, catalogs, commercials, that sort of thing are showing people having fun in different type of attire. And so you want to have that attire too. It works amazingly well. Um, Finally, the last example that I think this shows up you know, currently for a lot of us is with multi-level marketing. They have really uh, become experts at this, especially if you guys have ever heard of the brand LuLaRoe, which, you know, I love their clothing, um, but they have really embraced the idea of having the Facebook group where you see other people buying something, you see your friends saying mine on an image and in ordering it. Um, what that is creating is that like, oh my God, everybody else is buying this stuff. I should be buying it too, right? And it also creates this like, we're in this together. We're all you know, spending our money on something really cool together. So it creates very much a camaraderie and a bandwagon for people to jump on. You know, seeing all of those images of like people buying the clothes, but then, you know, our friends will share pictures of them wearing it later. Um it works beautifully for multi-level marketing. So how can you combat it? Of course, awareness is key, which is why we're doing these podcast episodes to begin with. So important that you know that these exist, that they are affecting you, um, that companies have figured out that they work and so they use them to their advantage. And they're not always a bad thing. Um, I really think it comes down to awareness and intentionality with your spending decisions and your buying choices, uh, which is why I want to make you aware of them. So I believe one question you could ask yourself is, how is this brand, how is this product, or how is this commercial trying to make me feel included right now? So is there somebody sexy using the product? Um, Is it uh, somebody overly happy as if like this item is just going to like save their world, you know, or save their life and transform everything about their life? Um, You know, how is this brand trying to make me feel right now? How is this brand trying to make me feel included right now? And then lastly, make a list of the things you want 
and the things you don't want. Make this list right now, today. So as soon as you're done listening to this podcast, grab a post-it note and just write down the list of things that you want. Um, And maybe even the things you don't want, you know, Um, it may feel premature, but you should have this handy so that you're not easily influenced, right? So if all of a sudden you're feeling tempted to buy something, you're feeling encouraged to buy something, if it's not on your list of things that you really want, why are you buying it? Something might be enticing you. Something might be affecting you and, you know, causing you to feel biased about that. So make a list of the things you want and the things that you don't. Uh, make a list of the things that maybe you have decided you're not going to buy, even though it's something you find yourself continuously thinking about. I will give you a great example of this. Uh, a Jeep Wrangler. If you have ever talked to me, uh, you might know that I have wanted a Jeep Wrangler since I was a freshman in college. And I have no idea why. I don't even know if I've ever driven one. I just, the idea of having a red Jeep Wrangler with the top off is like, so awesome to me. And yet it's super impractical for my life with kids and all of that. Like it's just, I mean, I drive a minivan. So, uh, you know, smaller Jeep Wrangler, red, even though sexy is really not in the cards for me. Um, so as much as I want it, it is on my list of things that I don't plan to buy anytime soon. And, and I'm totally really fine with that when I'm rational and logical and not being tempted by a commercial that looks really sexy I know that that's a really smart choice and a good choice. Um, and so I have that on my list of things that I'm not going to buy. So if I start seeing commercials or if all of a sudden my neighbor gets one or my friends, I know that it is something I will not be buying anytime soon. And that list really helps me to know, maybe I'll wait till my kids are a little bit older and I don't need to fit strollers and car seats and all sorts of stuff into a Jeep Wrangler. So I hope this information about the bandwagon effect helps you to become more aware with your buying choices and helps you to make super smart, super wise decisions going forward. Just a reminder, check out the prior podcast on this um, series, which is episode 50, episode 54, and episode 55 for the others. This was part four. We will have two more biases coming at you soon. Let me know what you think of this. I cannot wait to hear how the bandwagon effect has affected you in the past and maybe how you think it will affect you in the future. Talk to you guys soon. If you would like more information about how we can help you take the stress out of money with one-on-one financial coaching, please check out our website at www.fiscalfitnessphx.com. Feel free to join our private Facebook group by going to facebook.com slash groups slash fiscal fitness money. And if you have a passion for personal finance and are interested in helping others take the stress out of money by becoming a financial coach, check out our financial coach training program at www.financialcoachacademy.com. And join our free Facebook group for financial coaches by searching Facebook for Financial Coaches Unite. We'll see you next episode where we'll help the world take the stress out of money.